Welcome into NFL Daily. I am your host today, Tom Downey, breaking down everything noteworthy going on around the NFL. And we're going to begin with Kyler Murray, who has been the subject of many a rumor and much drama this offseason. The report today from ESPN's Jeremy Fowler was the, is the expectation is that Murray is not going to play without a new deal. Now, I do want to make note before we get into what Fowler actually wrote. This is basically identical to what Murray's agent put out all those, it feels almost like months and months ago. It was, actually wasn't that long there. The, the background there is that Murray's agent had submitted an offer, wanted a new deal, made a big fuss about it. The Cardinals did not respond to that offer. And after Deshaun Watson, et cetera, got paid, Murray's agent says, off the table, not, not available anymore. And the Cardinals were like, okay, well, we didn't respond to it anyway, so whatever. They have made no progress on a contract. Now that we're past the draft, it does free up more time, hypothetically, for the Cardinals and Murray to try to work out a new deal. This is the first offseason in which Murray is eligible for a new contract. So here's what Fowler wrote. The expectation league-wide is Murray won't be too eager to play this season without a new deal. Many NFL execs consider Murray in the same quarterback pantheon as Raiders' Derek Carr, as the Raiders' Derek Carr, excuse me, who recently got a $121.4 million extension over three years. Perhaps Murray can get slightly more per year due to age, 24 to Carr's 31, and a higher ceiling. The first half of last year, Murray looked like the franchise guy the Cardinals needed him to be. And then, as seemingly every Cliff Kingsbury team has done ever, they collapsed down the stretch. Two and five in the last seven games. The accuracy dips, the yards per attempt dip. The rushing yards actually go up, but the touchdowns fall apart. And although the turnovers stay pretty similar, Murray fumbled a lot this year. It was 12 times in total. Didn't lose any. That will regress to the mean he might lose a couple next season. And I think that Fowler's right. If Murray is going to take a long-term deal, he's probably going to be asking at least for more than Derek Carr. Now, I don't think Murray is nearly as proven as guys like a Deshaun Watson, a Patrick Mahomes, a Josh Allen, etc. But the quarterback market is the market. Now, Carr's deal has a lot less guaranteed money than other players do, and I could see Murray trying to ask for a fully guaranteed deal. Not a chance the Cardinals would, would do that. But I think Murray wants top five QB money, and he probably wants somewhere in the range of maybe the Josh Allen contract, which all of a sudden doesn't look that bad, right? And that's why you pay quarterbacks early if you know they're your guy, because in two to three years, he's not even a top five highest paid QB anymore. So when it comes to Murray, would you pay him that more than Derek Carr per year figure? Would you make him a top five highest paid QB in the NFL? Type in Y for yes, you'd give Kyler top five QB money, or N for no, you would not. This is going to be our pinned comments on today's video. So if the ad break happens to come here on YouTube, take advantage of it. While it plays, head down there and get your Ys or Ns in. Let's go to Jesse Bates now, and there's some, some trade buzz and whispers out there around the Bengals stud free safety. He was franchise tagged by Cincinnati way, way earlier in this offseason. And then the Bengals draft Daxton Hill and Tyson Anderson. Hill being around one pick who could hypothetically be the Bates replacement, or maybe Von Bell, but I kind of wonder if it's more of the Bates replacement. 
USA Today reports that Bates has no intention of playing under the franchise tag this year. He wants a long-term deal right this second. And when he wants a long-term deal, he wants to be one of, if not the highest paid free sa or safety, I should say, in the NFL. Jamal Adams got two first-round picks for the Jets and then got the bag and then some from Seattle. Harrison Smith, at his advanced age, got paid. Justin Simmons got paid as well. And again, the market continues to rise. Now, Bates' playoff numbers were wildly impressive this year. In four games, he had six pass breakups and two interceptions. And Bates, unlike Harrison Smith, also has this going in his favor. He is coming off his first contract, unlike Smith, he is 25 years old. There are uh, rookies this year as old as Jesse Bates. He's very young. In theory, whatever deal you give him, you are expecting the absolute peak of him. Now, what's going against Bates' favor was his production in the regular season, and after a pretty slow start, was really about as bad as he's had in a, in a very stellar overall career for Cincinnati. I think the timing of Bates' demands of I'm not going to show up to camp, etc., are due in part to the fact the Bengals drafted a safety in Daxton. Who could maybe play some nickel corner too in round one. That's not an accident. That is a potential Bates replacement. He wants the bag right now. Cash in this cash in this offseason, it moves up your timeline a year in terms of when you fully get paid. Now, he cannot be fined for camp, etc., unlike most because he's not signed his franchise tag tender. So there's nothing to fine him over. Is he going to pass on, what is it, $12 million, something like that, uh, to not play this year? I don't think so. So it's a leverage play here by Jesse Bates. And the Bengals could always just trade him and say, ah, we're done, we'll take the draft pick and, you know, save our money. What do you think the Bengals will end up doing with Jesse Bates? T for trade, P for pay, or W for, they'll, they'll wait it out and see what happens we get more towards, you know, July and August. Get your predictions in for me in the comment section right now. We are also on Rumble. We have free and uncensored content on that video platform. We have the sports. There's other uh, accounts and companies and channels that have news, politics, text, and business. We are trying to grow here at Chatsports, the platforms that you guys use. And if you're like at least some people that I know, you like to have the videos on in the background, you just kind of want to go podcast style because maybe I'm not the prettiest person you see every day, well, you can do that easier on Rumble, a lot easier, unlike YouTube where you can't really do it. So give us a follow, rumble.com slash NFL Daily. The big news of the day, the Eagles continue to be winners this offseason. They signed James Bradbury after the Giants tried and failed to find a trade partner. They cut him, and now he goes to the division rival. Maybe Bradbury wants to play twice a year against the Giants. His contract announced initially as a one-year, $10 million deal. Not quite what it is. It's a one-year, $7.5 million deal. He's got an extra $2.5 million via incentives. The exact contract has not been released yet, so I wouldn't be surprised if Philadelphia added some fake years to keep the cap hit down instead of a $7.5 million cap hit, maybe a $3.5 or a $4 million cap hit. But that's the money owed Bradbury this year, $1.75. He got cut by the Giants because, well, he just wasn't playing as well. His numbers dipped from 2020 when he played at a Pro Bowl, borderline All-Pro level, to 2021. The completion percentage stayed the same, but the yards jumped significantly 
And the targets went up too, but not enough to justify the change in targets. And maybe most concerningly, the touchdowns rose. Now, for Philadelphia, it was a very logical signing, one that we talked about a lot as a potential fit. Darius Slay is cornerback one. Bradbury slots in at cornerback two. Avante Maddox stays in the nickel. And now the Eagles have gone from Steven Nelson to Bradbury. And that is an upgrade for that organization. Zach McPherson can take more time to grow. Same, same with Tay Gowan. Some intriguing UDFAs. Maybe, maybe Josh Joe in particular flashes for them. But adding Bradbury solidifies one of the biggest holes on the entire Eagles roster. I love this move. It's only a one-year deal. It is a little bit more expensive than what I would feel comfortable playing, paying Bradbury given the year he's coming off of. But it's not a, a reckless overpay, and it was a big need for Philadelphia. He's better than Joe Hayden out there. So at minimum, I'm going to give this one a B grade for me, but I want to hear from you. We're a show for the people, after all. Grade the James Bradbury signing, A, B, C, D, or F. How do you feel about this pickup by the Philadelphia Eagles? We here at Chat Sports do our darnest to keep you updated on everything going on around the NFL. That includes free and daily videos on the news, rumors, mailbags, and more. So if you haven't already, subscribe. We're free here at Chat Sports. That's the whole point of being on YouTube, right? Hit that big red button and be one of the smartest NFL fans in your friend group. And we had some good news on James Bradbury, and now some 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 bad news here on uh, on Tariq Cohen. This 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 one just sucks. Uh, you might have seen the video. Uh, hopefully, don't have the audio on. It, it's not fun. Tree Cohen was on Instagram Live filming his training. He, he's doing a backpedal, plants, and moves forward, and a big old pop sound you hear, and it's his Achilles tearing. It's brutal for Tariq Cohen, who was trying to come back from a early season 2020 leg injury, a, a pretty nasty one overall, two tears and a break. He missed all of 2021, three games in 2020. Now he has the Achilles tear going to cost him all of 2022. And I honestly don't know at this point if he's going to be able to make a return to the NFL. And I am heartbroken for him because when he was at his peak with Chicago, right, as a receiver, as a running back, as a return man, he was a fun gadget player, the human joystick, right? He was a blast to watch, make big plays, etc. But the past three years, two years, he's been a complete, non-existent factor it's brutal it sucks for Tariq Cohen who was trying to get back in the NFL somebody would have given him a shot now you got an entire another year of rehab he wasn't fully rehabbed anyway it might be a full year for the Achilles it, it's tough it's tough for Tariq Cohen so I hope this time next year he's healthy and trying to get his way once again back into the NFL bit of an unknown will not get much guaranteed money but Maybe a workout or two, he can get a shot to impress there in the end. If you have any NFL questions or comments or whatever, hit me up on Twitter. My DMs are open after all at WhatGoingDowny. Feel free to slide in and hit me up with any and all questions you guys have on the NFL.